So hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Admitting It. I'm your host Nettie. And I'm your co-host Dee. Um, and our admissions term of the day today is um, provisional slash conditional admissions. So um, basically what that means is like when a school says we are provisionally admitting you or we're conditionally admitting you, it means that you have been admitted to the university. You can submit your enrollment confirmation or your intent to enroll, whatever the um, institution calls it. And then we send you typically a full admissions letter that is no longer conditional um, in the summer after we verify your admissions with your final official transcripts. So what is the difference? A provisional and conditional admissions means that you still have to meet certain conditions. And if you don't meet those conditions, then we have the right and reserve the right to rescind your admissions or cancel your admissions our university. That kind of hit the nail? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you have, you have anything to add to that? Maybe? Um, no. So it just like Nettie said, depending on the institution, it's going to vary whether they do a provisional admission or a conditional admission. So you want to, when you read your offer of admission, depending on the verbiage, you want to make sure you're really paying attention and you know what each term means. That way you know what's required of you or you know if you can start celebrating, telling all your friends and your family before you jump the gun. Um, but yeah, there was, a, um, I think most of the Cal States, I want to say, do like a sort of provisional, but then again, it just will vary mm-hmm. by each institution. It'll vary by each institution. And most institutions will do kind of that conditional admissions because really what it does is it just helps us cover our basis just in case you get students who do falsify their applications, which happens, believe it or not, a lot at the first institution I worked at. It hardly ever happened because we were such a small institution. But now that I work at a much bigger institution um, or a larger one and it's more popular, um, you have some students who falsify their applications. And, And that's the worst because now you have to have this really awkward conversation with your parents and then typically they will actually like reserve to have that conversation in front of us <laughs> and so it puts everyone in a really awkward position like I well do I have permission to tell your parents what I see on this screen right now and then they're like yeah and it's like well you falsified your information so we have to cancel your admissions right so um and it just kind of helps us instead of saying like here's your full admittance to us like if somebody does something like that then we would still have to honor that um admissions decision yeah so d story time you have uh you want to tell us about a time where maybe you like couldn't find something to wear or maybe uh, oh for my birthday recently so i um i celebrated a birthday on december 15th and thank you and um so I thought I was gonna wear something I had at home because I'm like let me be you know budget friendly ain't no need to buy nothing new let me just find somewhere I'm like no it's my birthday I want to find something different so at about like 7 7 30 I went uh p.m. I went to go find something to wear mind you dinner was supposed to be at eight okay but let me rewind though uh-huh. <laughs> I, had, I had a hair appointment and a makeup appointment so a hair appointment boom that was done at like right. two my sister's supposed to do my makeup at five mm-hmm. i get to her shop she's not ready to do my makeup she's doing someone's hair she had a walk in a client come in i'm like and i'm looking at her like you realize i gotta be yeah. at dinner in a couple of hours and um, but I didn't want to have that conversation in front of her clients. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay. So I'm sitting there patiently, um, and then at about like six six thirty, I realized she wasn't gonna be ready to do my makeup. So I was like, let me just go find something to wear because I at this point I was livid. Mm-hmm. So I go to find something to wear. I'm in the store for about an hour and a half trying on different outfits. The people are so kind. They're <laughs> like, oh, not that one. Okay, try this. Try this. And I'm like, okay. And so it was probably 15 minutes before the store was closing and I find my I finally found my outfit. But um like finding an outfit especially for like a day on the day like it's That's it's stressful. nerve-wracking yeah. and the the um, manager of the store or owner she was like, you know, when you cut it that close, yeah. she was like there was there was nothing in the store that I could have showed you that would have been fitting for this event because you, you know, because it was so close to the time. Yeah, so she was like, I'm glad we found something for you. But she was just like, you know, so when I knew, she was like, when I saw that you didn't really know what you was looking for, I had to kind of find an outfit and be like, look, this is going to be your best bet. But yeah, that's my... 
story. Uh, that's that's nice. actually your birth apple was really cute. I don't know where you. you. I was like, like, where did she find that? Because Loki, I need to find it. Uh, I, <laughs> I, need to I know it's fine. We're gonna post it on the page so y'all can see how cute it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, that's um, really a fitting story because today. We literally have a celebrity stylist on our uh, hey. on, as our guest speaker. So you yeah. want to go ahead and introduce yourself, what you do, who you are, how awesome you are. Well, <laughs> <laughs> let me start off by saying uh, I am a joyous human being first. Um, my name is Sean Barton. I am a costume designer, a stylist. Um, life coach, <laughs> um, a proud godmother, a daughter, a best friend. Um, I'm, I'm a lot of things, but yes. Yeah. You're also, I don't know if you know A this. neighbor. I know. <laughs> I know, but you're also my idol. I don't know if you knew this. No. Like, yeah. Like, wow. I know. We were talking about this, like, I think two or three episodes ago. And they were like, who did you, like, look up to? Whoa. Like, Honestly, Sean. Like, whoa. Yeah. Like, I would see you coming in when I was, like, a kid. I just, and not even, wow. like, the glamour of your job. I'm like, she is just, like, a boss. She's out there. She's handling business. Wow. She's flying from coast to coast. And she's just like, I never like that's who I want to be. That. Yeah. Wow. I know. Right? <laughs> that's like, I never know who's watching. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Very true. You know, true. and I, I would say that most of my career is based on, not most, all of my career and just the who I am as a person really is based on um, integrity wow. and not knowing exactly that mm-hmm. and not knowing who's watching. Um, but, but authentically being and representing who I am, you you know what I mean? You know, eventually who you are will seep out eventually. If you're Mm -hmm. not, if you're not representing who you are for real, it's going to come out in so many different ways. Um, and I've maintained a long career in this business simply by being, um, all of those things. You know, mm-hmm. the business that I'm in, there's always someone new. There's always something great, someone greater. There's always someone doing things. Um, my industry has changed in a lot of ways um, from when I started. Um, you know, f- so many people do what I do now. But I find that the, con- the longevity that I've had in this business has solely really been on that, the way I work. Um, I'm professional. I'm honest, um, I have integrity, uh, I'm loyal, um, I'm fierce, uh, I'm tender, right. <laughs> um, I, I'm all of those things, right. you know, but it, it's, it's helped me to, to ma- maintain this long, long career doing what I do, which is kind of rare, you know, a lot of people kind of come and go. Um, in this business that I'm in, I've seen people who, and you know, you have to really be, um, built, uh, with a solid foundation within to sustain the years of being in this Mm -hmm. business, you know, I was just sharing with someone, this is off, off, but I was just sharing with someone the other day of, you know, as much as that goes on in this industry. I literally have only seen somebody do harsh drugs once. Really? Really? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't anyone that I knew. Um, and I was happened to be in a bathroom in a club and saw oh, some wow. craziness. But, you know, of course I know people around me do things. Yeah. But the respect level has always been, I've never seen it. I've never mm-hmm. been around it. And you just, those are the, that's the integrity that you mm-hmm. build. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like. People know that that's how I move, and that's how I move in this world, and certainly it's how I moved in this business. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Just to like be able to get, because I think sometimes people and not be consumed. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I, I'm, I'm in the business, but I'm not of the business. Right, mm-hmm. right. It's a big difference. Different. Like this business, if you're not built on a solid ground, it will have you believing some crazy things. Mm-hmm. Um, 
It's uh, built on illusions mm-hmm. uh, and delusions, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. And so, if you don't have things that are are um, outside of what you do, um, it will ravish you. It has all this, the makings to do that, you know. But you have to have um, a real solid foundation within, not halfway. It has to be real mm-hmm. for you to really sustain uh, the longevity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing. Yeah. I'm like ready to start asking all these questions. Yeah. Icebreakers. Yeah. <laughs> icebreakers. Yeah. Yeah. Icebreaker. So, what's your favorite hobby? My favorite hobby. That's. I really don't have a hobby. Uh, Something in your spare time. Spare time. What's that? I spend time with. My god kids. How many do you have? I have seven. Wow. Yeah. But um three I'm around all the time. Okay. They're my all of them are my children, but this particular set are really like my kids. Um so that's kind of my hobby, you know. Um I don't like I've never like, oh let's my hobby's playing tennis or you know. No, I don't have any of those. But I would say spending time with loved ones. I love that. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of a hobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good hobby. Yeah. All right. Um, what is the last book you read? Ooh, the last book. Well, I'm reading now. It's uh, I love to read uh, biographies. Okay. Um, uh, L. A. Reed. Uh, he has a biog- autobiography, a memoir that he wrote, and um, and so that's what I'm reading right now, actually. Oh, mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your favorite quote or affirmation? Oh, geez, my favorite quote or affirmation. I'm sure I have a, a billion of them. <laughs> Just look at my Instagram. Uh, of course, I can't think of any of them. Um, I don't think I really have one. I, I feel like I'm, I am, um... I presently live them. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like there isn't, I'm sure there are that stick. Like I'm like, okay, that, but I feel like I am a walking affirmation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If if I could be, you know, I go to your page. I'm like, right. And it's really authentic. And like in the moment of it, you know, whatever I'm feeling, I, I'm, I'll express so yeah. Right. I don't mm-hmm. have yeah, a Yeah, because affirmations are a way to sort of call or manifest things, but you're Correct. saying you manifest them constantly. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, like I do. I definitely would say it's like rooted in like a lot of like love. For love yeah. always. Mm-hmm. Like yes. love is the base yes. for mm-hmm. absolutely everything. Yes. Um it is the base for you know, that's how I've been able to, to like navigate my life is through love first. Because love allows you to have empathy. Mm-hmm. Love allows you to have compassion. Yes. Love allows you to have all the things that are really important. Because at the end of the day, and this is what I really learned from working around a lot of people. A lot of people who you would think have all the confidence and all the, mm-hmm. you know. I, chill, I tend to deal with people in their rawest forms. Right. You, you understand? So I deal with insecurities. I deal with... You know, people who um, act big on the outside or really small on the inside, you know. And at the base of it, whether you're a good guy, bad person, uh, in the middle kind of human, everybody wants love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Period. How, they, how they're used to maybe receiving it, what their uh, um, backstory is and, and, and why maybe people don't feel it, but... If you can always kind of find someone and, and and wedge yourself in the love part of them, everyone responds. And re- they respond differently, right. but everyone responds to love, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just sort of, really, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like even bad people who kill people, they mm-hmm. need, there's something in, the, in there that makes them feel like they weren't. There's something in there. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know? So I tend to always will connect to the love first. Because that will allow us to kind of move in any... We can agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. We can not like each other. Mm-hmm. But I can... It's a great thing when you like and love someone. Okay. But I can... But love is, is first. 
definitely absolutely important. important. Yeah. That's beautiful. Look, you trying to host a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> we about to start you a whole new show. <laughs> 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 yes. Um, so, what would you tell your sixteen-year-old self about going into the fashion industry? And did you know you wanted to go into the fashion industry at sixteen? Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even. I totally got into this by um, default. Okay. Um, one of the things I love about uh, social media is that you I've been able to connect and reconnect with people who've known me my whole life. Do you know what I mean? So people who've known me in um uh junior high or elementary school, some people will be like, Oh, you always were always one thing that has always remained consistent about me. I always was able to tell you exactly how I felt. Communication was always something I've been I I'm great at. Being able to say what I feel, mm-hmm. uh, what I need, what I don't need, you know. So as a kid, I was always able to communicate in and um, in in really probably ways that most people don't at that age think of, you know. Mm-hmm. It was always I'm an only child, so I've always lived in my head. Um, I have always been first my own friends, right, you know. Right. There are a lot of benefits, I think from being an only child. Like, it's helped me to be um, very okay with with myself. Right. Uh, I don't really make dumb uh, choices out of loneliness. I know what it's like to be lonely. I'm, I'm by myself. Right. So I'm not going to do things because I'm lonely. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, or love because I be with someone because I'm lonely or do make dumb choices. So I've had a long time with myself. Um, so uh, I kind of got off subject. But, you know, when I was 16, definitely had no idea about any any of this. Um, I kind of got into this by accident when I was a freshman in college. That's where it all started for me. Okay. And I was majoring in psychology. Had no idea about what I do. Was even a career. Mm-hmm. And um, and once I figured it out, then I kept going in it. But Ooh. no, I did not know. My sixteen-year-old self was not thinking this at all. No, no. that's cool. I yeah. like. I know I'm like skipping ahead. I'm so sorry, <laughs> but I know that because um, you went to Fitum, right? No, no. I didn't went to oh. I went to Pitzer College. Oh. I didn't even go to fashion school. Oh. I have no fashion experience i don't know if i knew that none i do though just remember when i was at fit i did the three days of fashion because yeah. i thought i wanted to be in the fashion industry right. in some sense and they were saying that most people who get into fashion have no idea yeah no that they want to do fashion right and they they actually had a at that time a large percentage of their students were all like architect majors at really? usc yeah That's at that, yeah like at that point in time i'm sure like maybe that had changed um right. or it has changed now right. but they just had like a lot of students who wanted to do architecture and then they ended up like coming to fit them and they had a wow. they had a whole like um career in fashion design and i was like that's, that's kind so of an cool. odd transition yeah but you know what but not but it depends they didn't always specify right. what they did because right. i realized in the three days of fashion that the fashion industry is so broad it like, is people think it's just designing clothes no, it's, people. it's a whole world it is yeah, yeah. it's it like really is a whole world. perfume interior decor yeah, it's a whole thing. textiles yeah. like there's so much so right. hopefully we can get people to like understand that a little bit more through right. your interview today okay yeah yeah do you, you have the next question. Oh, okay. Um, what is your favorite fashion season? So, you know, in terms of, like, uh, the different seasons, winter. Well, L.A. doesn't have much. I good point. So, uh, <laughs> for about 17 years, I lived back and forth to L.A., Brooklyn, and New oh, York, okay. right? So, um, I was able to really see seasons. Yes. You know? I love New York. Um, I do, too. I would say... Fall, because Fashion Week in New York oh, is so yeah. big, uh, and it's alive in New York, and people are, uh, you kind of see more people really doing the most, you know, <laughs> um, which I always uh, find to be interesting. Uh, I would say fall, really, because the other seasons, people aren't really, you know, summer, everyone's trying to wear 
the least amount of clothes. <laughs> That's my favorite. I can't oh, that. I love some, but you, Summer in New York, girl, is hey, not. Really? Woo! <laughs> Child. She's not cute. She's not cute. She is, she is not cute. Summer in LA, all day. Right. Summer in New York is, no. Huh. You're a sweaty mess. Yeah, that's a good it's point. It's humid. That's a good point. It's disgusting. Yes. Nobody's cute in New York in the summer. Okay. No. Yeah. I mean, you're cute. Right. But you're not you, cute. You know, you ain't cute. You ain't trying to get rich. Right. Right. You just right. be like, give me a half hour. Everyone looks angry. Because it's hot. Same for winter, but at least you give it some flavor. You know, like you got people who rock like. Like your 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 guys in New York, you know, with the Tims and the mm-hmm. boots and the snorkels and the you know, and the girls and the fur. Everyone yeah. does the most. Yeah, everyone, everyone does the most mm-hmm. in the winter. But you get more a sense of style. Yeah. But here in LA, no. I mean, we starting to get a little fall or something, girl. <laughs> we no, get, you know, it is cold. cold. Yeah. But we still look the same. <laughs> <laughs> we still wear the same thing. We still wear the same right? thing, girl. Yeah, still be out here trying to go to the club. Right, right, right. right. I just uh, was at a 50th birthday party last Saturday. Awesome. And um, and all the guests there with the black tie party, and all the guests there, you know, were and it, the way the party was set up, he he created like a club in the backyard, and so um. It was it was enclosed, but it was still kind of open, kind of to get in and out. Mm-hmm. It was freezing, and all these little heifers had on these little outfits. That you like, but I'm not you cold. I'm cute. I'm cute. Can you tell us who's heard of that one? It was Puff. Just we just celebrated, uh, you know, within a few days before, prior to that, celebrating Puff for his birthday. Like it, it wounded, it knocked the wind out of all of us. Mm. To this day, I still am like, yo, Kim died. Right? Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. she really, Kim died. Mm -hmm. It, It it blows my mind still. But her kids, I let me tell you something. I I mean. Being resilient, and I don't know, maybe it's because they're young, but even like Quincy, her older son, and and Christian, her other son, and the two twins, they, I I, I feel like if that happened to me, I would still be on the floor in the fetal position, like, but they, I'm like, how do you smile again? Like, how are you, it blows my mind, but it was a wonderful celebration. You know, everybody had a great time, and I was warm. If I had to choose, I'm that person who's gonna be cold. Yeah. And I think I look cute. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I I had a dress that I was going to wear, and it was um, 
a little too revealing for me. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't have the nerve to wear it. And then I went downtown and found this great dress for $140. It looked like couture. It was yeah. like a ball gown. It was incredible. Yeah. And that's what I did. Okay. Yeah. Well, look, I didn't see yeah. 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 Okay. I seen the one, but we yeah, didn't yeah, see yeah, all yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I totally <laughs> felt, I felt comfortable in it. Um, all my goodies weren't coming okay. out. You know what I mean? There were a lot of goodies out at that party. Uh, I was like, girl. <laughs> right, I know you see that. Right. Girl. Like, okay. <laughs> you know who was absolutely amazing in person? Uh, not in person. Well, obviously in person. Uh, Beyonce looked incredible. Really? Yeah, her dress. Like, I was like, okay, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. She killed it. Yeah. yeah. And she was having... What I loved about his party was everybody was having a great time. That's oh, that's she so was cool. dancing like to, uh, I just remember looking over and she was dancing to um, New Edition, like oh. doing all the dance steps oh. and everybody was just, it was just that kind of vibe. That's, that's a dope vibe. It was right? real. And this, he yeah. built like an entire club in the back of, uh, in his backyard. It was, wow. it was mind blowing. That was cool. It was, it was really cool. I would love to do yeah. something like that yeah, one day. Or maybe like build my own. I did yeah. my sweet 16 did here. You? Yeah. I like, so the year I turned 16, I actually ended up having my sweet 16 six months later. Okay. <laughs> because okay. that year my dad was doing a bunch of business in Africa. Okay. Christiana was a debutante. Okay. Um, and something else happened. So when we like kept having to push it back and push it back and push it back. And then I eventually my mom was like, well, let's just push it back till after your sister's debutante. And that wasn't until February. Right. And then something was happening in March. And I was like, okay, we'll just do it in April. Right. So then, and I remember having, it was this huge conversation between me and my parents. I always wanted to have it here. Right. I was like, I just want to have it in the backyard. Right. Like, and my parents were like, no, we don't want to do that. And now that I'm older, I understand it's like a huge liability issue. Yeah. And I was totally. like, I was like, no. So my dad was like trying to find all these places. You had it here. Yeah. I remember the story. Mm -hmm. D did, was it like kids next door? Somebody Does got it? sick, threw up? No way. What? Did you have a party in my mom's I, backyard? In your mom's Somebody backyard? Somebody had a party in my mom's backyard. We d I had a party no, here, but not in your mom's backyard. It wasn't nothing. Madison did used to sneak back there, though. Oh, <laughs> I know. I like, Madison? <laughs> Girl, is that you? <laughs> All two. She rolling up. Like, <laughs> bro, you can't do that. <laughs> like, uh, Madison, like... Can't do that. <laughs> she would be rolling up to the door all the time. <laughs> she was. She is so funny. Like so. For anyone who doesn't know, Madison's my now nine year old. Yes, she oh is. my god, she's so <laughs> such an adult. But when she was like one and two, we don't even know. We to this day, I still don't know how she would get back there. But she would come in the backyard, and then there's like a side gate mm -hmm. that connects yeah, our backyard. And she would be chilling. <laughs> yeah, swinging on the and then, and I'm like, my mom is not your homie. You're not rolling with the homie. You're a child. <laughs> she was rolling with the homie. She really was rolling. Yeah. Honestly, she was rolling with the homie. And she probably came outside and had some. I'm like, oh my god, you guys, you can't do this. Like, that's not safe. Boundaries. Yeah, just out of you know safety. You know? True. Yeah. yeah, she was so funny. Well. I, so I do have a question for you. Yes. I didn't actually know this until you posted it. Um, but what was the first set that you styled? The first set was like Michael Jackson. Jackson. The movie. Sorry, movie. For oh, the movie. whoa! Hold yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, my what? first job was with Michael Jackson. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Right. Uh, a song called "Who Is It?" Who is it? Uh, it was on the. Oh god, I don't even know what album. Um, I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, I'm he loves it. Michael. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So That's Michael Jackson was my though. first video. Your first, like, dang, yeah, like real. out the gate, out the like that's that crazy. And then my first feature was Friday. Was Friday? Oh, I didn't okay. actually know that That's until you posted it when yeah. um, John, John Witherspoon passed away. Yeah, Aww. I was like, wait, Sean styled this iconic yeah. movie. Yeah. Sean, right. you are a legend. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm humble. Yeah. Yeah. She's oh like, God. I went to this party, yeah. and we're like, oh, a baby. Who yeah, yeah. 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 Who are you to? Friday, Friday. That's awesome. Yeah, that was my first film. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. what was it like? Like when you like got on set? Well. It, it felt like, first of all, it was a lot of, it was pretty, not 
I would say uh, for a lot of us, it was our first film. Mm-hmm. F. Gary Gray, the director, it was his first feature. Oh. Uh, Gary and I had a long career of working a lot of music videos together. So all of the big music videos of the 90s that Gary did, I was a stylist for. So uh, naturally, when it was time for him to um, uh, costume, his, I mean, to do a, his first movie, um, you know, I was able to do that with him. A lot of us were kind of first in that way. But it was fun. It was like a lot of fun. Like the whole the whole cast was, I mean, you had John Witherspoon, mm-hmm. you had Regina King, you had Chris Tucker. That was the first oh, time yeah. we saw Chris Tucker. Oh. Um, you saw so Ice Cube. That was his first movie. Mm-hmm. You had... Um, uh, Miss um, Park, you know, all oh, those yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, a lot of us, it was our first film. So we were able to sort of have like this whole kind of camp together wow. of the first, you know? Yeah. And it was, and it was, a, uh, it was, gosh, I remember that so well. Um, it just felt like every day going to work with your friends. Aw, that's, that's incredible. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. like work. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, my whole career has kind of felt like that. Um, I've had a long history with with artists. Outcast, I was with them forever. Um, CeeLo, um, Puff, you know, my relate like Jennifer's the longest. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like you know, even with her, it's like you're showing up to work with with your loved ones. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you're able to kind of turn it on and off with right. you know how the capacity that right. you're working. But it's still like the love, you know, like we still sometimes you're like, girl, can you believe me? <laughs> <laughs> what? Right. Okay, right. Remember what we up in said. the big house. <laughs> 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 this hotel's got a butler. <laughs> girl, who knocked me out? I'm ordering all the cookies. <laughs> You have to keep some whipped cream on Correct. it. Correct. So I'm not ready. It's like, uh, I'll take all of them. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say you faced any challenges? Like, oh, many. Okay. Um, wow. Uh, being a woman is, okay. has been, at times, being uh, a strong one, uh, mm-hmm. that fine line of, you know, knowing who you are and that being reiterated as being combative or mm-hmm. um, uh, intense, mm-hmm. you know, when a guy can curse out 50 people and he's okay. a cool guy. Right. And I raise my voice and I'm a fir- I'm firm about it to someone and now they're like, I can't believe you did that. You know right. what I mean? Right. Like, Wait a second. Okay. <laughs> right. I just cussed you out. I just cussed you out. And, <laughs> right. and I'm right. stating what I need exactly. and you're sensitive. Right. right. You know. So it's that. Um... I haven't really had it a lot. Uh, I see. That's kind of it, really. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Not a lot of 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 that at all. But so I've does that some. go back? So you would say? Would you say like you overcame that? Kind of what you spoke to earlier about knowing who you are outside of the industry. Correct. Like who you are as a person. Correct. Because I'm that way in life. Right. You know, I'm very. Uh, clear um i'm very direct um i'm accountable right um that's that's that part no yeah so many people Mm -hmm. won't be let me tell you that (laughs) 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 you would be amazed at how many people are accountable accountability to me is everything Period. Let's start at accountability, and we can we can go from there. Right. But you must be accountable. Yes. Um. So yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's mm-hmm. big. I, it's something, but it's hard because your ego get in the way of accountability. Yeah, but but when you're accountable, kind of look at it like at like this because when you're accountable, you are there. There's there's growth that comes from it too. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's growth that comes from being accountable. Yeah. Like for your own, like if you if you allow it to happen, right, yeah. like when you're accountable, you learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can learn things. You can. I feel like it gives you a a, a bigger 
uh, S on your chest. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, when you're when you're accountable. And I think it almost like it when it's not for us that we have managers right. where it, it kind of makes him trust you a little bit more. Because, right. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Accountability is really hard, right? It is. It's not, I'm not, <laughs> not saying it's easy. No. no. And so, I think, like, stepping away from it sometimes. Yeah. Like, sometimes I get some emails and I'd be like, look, because you feel some type of way because they called you out about right. what you did. Be like, I really didn't do that. Right. So, sometimes I just have to step away. Like, I can't answer an email right away. Because right. if, if I feel like my ego has been attacked, right. I got to go in. Yeah. Well, you're, you're coming in from that perspective. perspective. That yeah. yeah. And so, sometimes you really have to, like, okay, let me read another email. Right. Let me go do some more work. Right. Okay, now let me go go back and reread this and they're not really coming at you sideways or anything they're just telling you this is what you did not do and this is what you need to do to do it better x y and z and then you're like oh okay and then you just email them back you know what i'm so sorry you're absolutely correct i did not do this here's what i'm going to do to rectify the situation and then they're like cool and now they know that they can trust you in the future that you can go out you can do something you're going to do a good job and if you mess up you're going to take accountability for that and that's really important. important the other day i was uh wrapping up uh, my health insurance with Cover California. So I was on, you know, it was a long conversation, and the lady put me on hold, and she came back, and she was like, I am so sorry. Everything that I gave you was wrong. And she was just, I could tell she felt horrible. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's okay. Like, I, first of all, I want to acknowledge that you were accountable. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that. Right. Thank you for that. But... Now let's go over the right information. <laughs> right. And then at the end of it, she was like, thank you, you know, for 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 just being okay with my giving you the wrong information. The understanding, mm-hmm. yeah. But it's, it's, it's accountability. Now, she yeah. came at me funky. Okay. It would have been a whole different experience. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know? And sometimes, right. right. And sometimes we... we find, find ourselves involved in a lot of things that don't have to be that. Mm-hmm. If it starts with accountability. If you start there, then there's a place to, you can still disagree. You right. can still have your perspective or mm-hmm. your thoughts or whatever it is, but I'm accountable first. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Important. And then we build on that. Yeah. And then we can build from It's there. funny because um, I remember in, because uh, I studied communication in my undergrad mm-hmm. and we were talking about like the laws of communication and one of them was just uh, talking about how there is no, like, conflict doesn't lead to negative results. Correct. Like, Mm -hmm. if you really sit down Mm -hmm. and you have a disagreement or a conflict with someone, communication is the gateway Mm -hmm. to building a stronger relationship. It is. Because you're like, oh, wow, we overcame that. Right. Or I was able to express myself. Yes. Or you you held yourself accountable. Correct. Mm -hmm. Or wow, you saw my point. You know, it's, it's, but a lot of people think, well, I don't like conflict. Like, no, we can't have conflict. No. conflict We can communicate. Right. Right. That's how Mm -hmm. we we are able to get through something right. exactly. by talking it out exactly. because you can you can walk away thinking one thing and that's right. not ex- that's not even what I've meant exactly. right you know what I mean <laughs> so it's like allow me the space to be able to make it clear for you exactly so that you know what I meant exactly right because yeah. I think sometimes conflict when people think of conflict they think of confrontation and then yes. they think of confrontation as hostile. And hostile does not always have to go with confrontation. It shouldn't. And it, yeah, and it doesn't. Need to it go really with doesn't either. ever. It really doesn't ever have to be. No, unless yeah. the other person is exactly. is doing that. Mm-hmm. Like we can just. And also tones. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thanks, tones <laughs> are. And you know, sometimes in my business with dealing with people, and tones can be funky, mm-hmm. and. I can either respond back exactly. funky, mm-hmm. or I could say, "Hey, she let's 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 change our tone," right. mm-hmm. and then I will address it like that, and it turns people around quickly because right. they're like, "Whoa!" Right. But I think also sometimes like people are so used to communicating one way that a lot of people are very like tone deaf in a way. Correct. And so when you just be like, "Okay, you can just say that in a different way," they're like, "Oh." Okay. Right. Like sometimes they respond like I didn't even realize I said it in a funky way. My bad. Right. And like I mean I've been there right. many been a there. times. Right. You know what I'm saying? So and like me and my mom always have that conversation. I'm like, Mom, you just oh, say it a little bit of a better way. <laughs> that goes down as a demon. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, mom, oh. You could have said it differently. Yeah. Like you can get anything from me if you say it the right way. <laughs> that part, Thank you. Yeah. That's real. Yeah, yeah. For real. 
in life. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's about your mindset. And right. the reason why, I, I, you know, I just brought up conflict is because, like you said, accountability is somewhat the gateway to mm-hmm. building a, a solid foundation with mm-hmm. someone. It is. But I think these terms have a negative connotation, especially conflict associated. Mm-hmm. Whenever you hear it, you automatically think, oh, wow, what, what's wrong? Or, right. you know, something went wrong. Right. You don't think, like, you would rarely hear someone say, yeah, we had a conflict, but after it, I felt so much better. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. it's not, but yeah. it does happen. Oh, you know? at all the conflicts, generally, that I, I have with people or have had with people, they always... Are end up good. Yeah. Um, I work a lot with. Uh, well, Jennifer's manager is uh, his name is Benny Medina, and everyone's always like, "How do you get along with Benny Medina?" Like, cause he's <laughs> he can be ferocious, um, you know. And even sometimes with with I remember this is a great story. We were in Vegas, and he was being. We we're watching the show. We had a residency in Las Vegas, and the show is going on. But he's texting me from the soundboard backstage with a like a barrage of some bullshit mm-hmm. like he was like texting me like the, the like it was this whole thing that was misplaced energy uh, and so <laughs> so at the end of the show he was uh, uh i went upstairs to jennifer's dressing room and he was in the middle of having a conversation with simon fuller who created uh american idol and I just went over to him and tapped him on his shoulder. And I was like, let me holler at you real quick. <laughs> and he looks like, he was like, are you about to be my ass? Like, no, 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 no. But let me holler at you right. real quick. Right. And I was like, don't you ever. Okay. I was like, we, we, we've been in each other's life for over 20 years. You've right. never come at me uh, sideways. Let this be the last time okay. that mm-hmm. ever happens. Right. I don't know What's going on with you tonight? <laughs> but no, no, ma'am. Mm-hmm. We're not doing that. Right. And he was like, I'm so, like, he was, but I held him accountable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was like, I'm so sorry. He was like, I thought you were about to whoop my ass. I was like, I thought, I could have, baby. <laughs> right. But I thought about it. I thought about it, but I was like, watch your toe. Right. You the know? The Lord yeah. directed me in another way. Right. So, but you know, I everyone mean, knows I got a do-rag of money. But you know, I think that's important, and that's what I've learned as I get older is to because I have an aunt who stands her ground no matter where the ground is, mm-hmm. and she's one of those people that by being around her, I become sort of that silent bomb or I hold things in because I'm like. You know, she she presses the issue about everything. Mm-hmm. Like I um, just recently, uh, we went to IHOP, mm-hmm. and you know, I was like, um, "Can we have the hot syrup, not mm-hmm. the syrup that's been on the table for <laughs> right. you know twenty four hours, right. okay. two weeks, right? Two weeks, right? So you know, um, everybody was kind of looking. <laughs> Everybody was like, oh, you bougie, bougie. You know, because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm out here requesting hot syrup. And I'm like, that's a tip I learned from my aunt. Mm-hmm. And I took a page out of her book because I'm like, we're going to pay for this service Correct. at the end of it Correct. when everything is over. Correct. And we might as well enjoy this service. Mm-hmm. If you don't you expect me to tip you, honey, let me make right. it work. Right. Right. Yeah. But it was just more so like I had to learn it. Because at first I was like, oh, you're doing a lot. Like, you know, just, just you know, let's no. just see what's here. Yeah. Or let's just do what, you know, right. let's just accept the status quo. Yeah. But she always right. challenges that. Yeah. And I learned to appreciate that as I yeah. get older. Right. And then when I realized, I'm like, when we're little, our parents are the ones who speak up on our behalf. Mm-hmm. Then we, when we get older... There is no one Mm-mm. to go to, you know, mm-hmm. the Benny Medinas or whoever sure. to tell them, like, look, you're doing too much and I right. need to calm down. Right. Yeah. So right. I, that's when they kind of dawned on me, like, bro, you got to stand your ground because who else yeah. is going to stand your ground? Mm-hmm. Right. And people will do, treat you any kind of way. Any kind of way. Sure. And I think when you when you set the precedent that you're not going to stand your ground, it lets people think that they can run all over. And they yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We have to, here's, I am, I am very uh, clear of boundaries. I create boundaries, uh, and I expect people to respect them. Um, and if you don't, then there's we can't sell into each other. There's nothing. Right. There's nothing. You, we can't share space together. Right, right. But you have to respect my boundaries, right. and I can respect whatever you. Everyone has their own boundaries, right. though. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, as long as you're clear what mine are, mm-hmm. and by uh, you'll know because I'm mm-hmm. tell you, then <laughs> then we're good here. You know. Right. 
you can't talk to me any kind of way. That is not acceptable. Right. That does not work for anybody. Right. Definitely not for me. Okay. So that's a boundary. Yes. Right. You know, had Benny thought that that was okay to do, okay. maybe next week he would have done the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. He has not done that since. <laughs> Smart way. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Right. So I have a question about that because like, I want to like more in a career. If anyone's thinking about doing a career in like fashion. Right. Um, do you, when someone's coming in and they're scared, like, how do they set a boundary with someone? How do they, um, they're saying, like, okay, well, I'm new. I got to, like, earn my stripes. What, what mm-hmm. advice would you give them? Well, I think that pers- people should, it, it really shouldn't be what you're doing coming in. I think mm-hmm. that that should be kind of who you, who are, you are. Okay. Or try to mm-hmm. be. Okay. You know, because um, these are kind of life skills, True. Mm-hmm. really, you yeah. know, communication is a life yeah. skill, mm-hmm. boundaries are life skills. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think everyone has different experiences. Some people don't have the experience of being uh, confident um, yet. Um, right. Some people don't have the experience of... Uh, feeling or feeling like they can speak up about things um that's a great question it's it's hard for me to answer it because i'm it does that make mm-hmm. sense yeah, yeah. Like it's so it's so mm-hmm. it's so fundamentally who i am right. yeah that i don't know how to separate it um i just feel like if you if you find who if you find that something is a is a challenge for you mm-hmm. To keep working at it, mm-hmm. whatever challenges are. Like if mm-hmm. your if your challenges, you know, you don't feel comfortable when um, you may feel something, but you don't express it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's good to understand and know that, but maybe work on doing something different. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if you're if you are uncomfortable, you know, telling someone how you feel, like you could really be feeling this and. You know, in in your your heart and your spirit is like, I really don't like the way I feel right now. But then your outside appearance is, I'm fine. You know, if that's mm-hmm. who you are, I'm fine. Right. Then there's an avalanche that comes with that. Mm-hmm. So so maybe work on like, you know, I'm not fine, and right. and this is why I'm not fine. Being able to explain, right? Whatever things, everyone is an individual experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whatever it is, I feel like whatever you're not used to doing or what whatever you're uncomfortable in doing, to 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 take baby steps and trying yes. to do it differently. And I think that's solid advice because mm-hmm. like if you do go in and you don't hold your ground right. and you kind of just let people not walk all over you but treat you in a kind of way, you build a career off Here, that. Here's mm-hmm. here's what I do now for a fact. People will treat you how you allow them to. Yes. Mm-hmm. Period. Right. Mm-hmm. Period. Period. Right. Yeah. No more. Really. That's really... It, it's it's so clear in that way. You know, had I kind of been in this business uh, feeling like a pushover mm-hmm. or uh, feeling like, um, you know, for, for people to believe me and have uh trust me um for for long many years it's because i stood for it's because of the the consistency of who i i've been do you know what i mean like i am uh all the things that i am is what people have been used to being with me right you know what i'm saying so they know they can't come with some bullshit because they 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 know that that's not the experience with me. Right. You, you right. know what I mean. Right. So if they if their experience with me was that, exactly, they're going to continue to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. So really, people do to you right. what you allow. Mm-hmm. That's in relationships. Mm-hmm. That's in friendships. That's mm-hmm. in jobships. That's <laughs> in life ships. It yeah. is true. Like if you're with a guy and he's treating you like crap and you're like he's cheating and crazy stuff and you keep taking this dumb dumb back, like. He's just gonna continue to be a dumb dumb, mm-hmm. and he's gonna continue to do correct because you're allowing. Yeah, because you're allowing it. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, child, preach to me. <laughs> so we're yeah. not doing any dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no,
responding to it. Is. <laughs> they should do it. Too. Yeah. But I feel like but, this is the age. I have another question for you. So mm-hmm. you know how we talked about earlier, you said that in this industry, people come and go and there's mm-hmm. always new faces and mm-hmm. there's probably high turnover in some mm-hmm. areas. Um, and for those students who, because I know Nettie made a comment about how not everybody who comes into the industry knows that they want to be a part of the industry. Mm-hmm. But I think in this day and age, I feel like there are some people who know mm-hmm. and they've always known. True. So how do they acquire experience or mm-hmm. something that can help them springboard into the industry? Well, I'm 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 a big believer in in studying your craft. You know, I feel like now this generation is a very um, entitled generation. Of feeling like mm-hmm. you just have to just show up and that's you know I can't tell mm-hmm. you how many Instagram stylists are <laughs> I'm like girl like yeah. just because you know celebrities and walk around in eight hand chills holding clothes does not make you a stylist no. like it's a it's a craft yeah. you know so you have to you know for me I would I would uh, I came into this business in an unorthodox way but I think if I were to tell someone you know, study. Like, if you, this is something that you want to do, go to FITM, go mm-hmm. to uh, places and, and get knowledge, as much knowledge as you can intern with a, a stylist or a costume designer. You can work at a costume house. You can, you know, there, there, there are ways to get in mm-hmm. to create a longevity. Like, right. if this is really, like, what your career is, there are ways to to really make sure that you get all the the, the good that you need from it, mm-hmm. and to be able to springboard that as anything. So I have a question too, because yes. I had a friend who actually I went to college with and graduated with me from CSUMB, um, but she went to FITM before, mm-hmm. and I had no idea. She's like, yeah, I want to do fashion mm-hmm. and very artistic, um, and actually it's pretty fashionable herself mm-hmm. and she was like but I just didn't like the networking she's like that for me killed it mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I was like I, and I had never thought about it like that because I think I realized when I went to the three days of fashion I'm like I like fashion I don't like it this much like yeah it, 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 like you said there's so much in that craft and people think oh I can put on cute clothes mm-hmm. and I can look good mm-hmm. and this is what's in style right now and I'm mm-hmm. like but no you have to study that style mm-hmm. you have to go and take trips to mm-hmm. Europe you have to always be years ahead of the fashion trends mm-hmm. so that you can style this person for whatever award show mm-hmm. or like you're going to style yourself or whatever it is these clothes you're going to create and right. so people not understanding that that's how much goes into fashion yeah um so i was like, gonna ask you to like touch on the networking piece a little okay. bit i like i said i really got into this in a real unorthodox way so i people knew my work kind of I didn't have to do any of that. Um, oh. I never had a portfolio. I still, to this day, I still, I've never had a portfolio. Oh. Uh, I don't have a website. Um, I really don't talk about my work. Mm-hmm. You know, people, if you know me, you know me. And people yeah. who know me don't even know what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's so many jobs that I do. You just never see them on my Instagram. Yeah. Like, I think people, I think for some people, they don't know what I do, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, they know it's something, but, like, I've, 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 for me, I've navigated my career in that way because it allowed me to have the most peace. Uh-huh. Um, and it's allowed me to have um, that not-of-it quality, being in it but not of it. Right. Um, so, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm, I've never worked networked. I was just sharing that with someone the, the other day of, I, it would, I would get so much anxiety if I had to network, like, <laughs> meet people, like, <laughs> like, um, so no, I never networked for jobs, um, if you knew my work, you knew my work, mm-hmm. um, and if you knew my work, you reached out, um, but yeah, I, I didn't have you know, a lot of the, the tools that that you do need, that people do need. You right. do need a portfolio. Right. I just never, my work was the living work. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, so can I so, ask you a question yes. about your living work? Yes. Like what, how did you get your name out there? Or like, And I guess you said like people just knew about you and the name. Yeah. Me. So well, who was like that first person? The first person, okay, so... 
Okay, I would say the first person that really, that I worked with the most for a long period of time, this was like in the 90s when I first started, mm -hmm. was F. Gary Gray, who's a director. Okay. Um, and so my work, you know, here's the, also the thing too. It's kind of, it. it's only part of what I do. The creative is part of what I do. Mm -hmm. I'm also responsible for budgets mm. um you know i am the person who has all the conversations like and i've never had an agent by the way mm. i never Gosh. ever had an agent i never had an agent so you know all those conversations like your agent would have right. these are all the things right. i'm having for myself right. um and then like dealing with you know again communication is so important mm -hmm. dealing with the director the producer the artist the um the line producer who's the, who's is in charge of the money right. you know with uh when we were doing Las Vegas I literally was on, in charge of nine hundred thousand dollars worth of half a million dollars with the I mean almost a million dollars worth right. of, of clothes wow. that my accounting to the penny okay. to the penny you know like yeah. I have to do that with right. my receipts and. I've chosen to do that. There are a lot of stylists who have assistants. Right. I haven't really used an assistant um, because I like to know that what I've done, that I can stand by what I did. Yeah. Mm. Do you know like, what I'm saying? Oh, let me ask. No, I don't like that. I feel the most comfortable saying, okay, yes, that's my writing. Da, 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 right. I knew that. I took it back. I... I personally took it back to studio service at the stores. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um as as there obviously there's sometimes I'll I'll need an assistant yeah. like for the Super Bowl I obviously can't do that by myself but at the end of it I'm the person that everybody is going to have to answer to I mean right. um I have I I'm the person that everyone's going to come to for answers right. so if something's janky that that John the assistant did no one's going to check John right. they're going to check me for hiring John exactly. yeah <laughs> yeah you know what I'm saying yeah right you mm -hmm. know so it's it's I I, I definitely uh, haven't done this in a, in a real I've con I've created this 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 career for myself. Really, the way I wanted it to be. But to me, that's like, to, that's like the epitome of purpose. Mm -hmm. Like you know, the mm -hmm. fact that you didn't go out like these things, uh, you Correct. know, happen to mm -hmm. you because of who you are, your Correct. natural being. You Correct. just being, you doing these things because you love these things, and mm -hmm. not because I'm trying to be a claim to fame. Because mm -hmm. I feel like that's what the millennials focus. Do. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, mm -hmm. like the influence. Oh my! Are on oh Instagram. my god! <laughs> It drives me crazy. Know, yeah, it's like just to be, like you said, yeah. it, it, it's it's a whole. Uh, uh, it's crazy. Yeah. It's a, it really it really it's a whole generation of that. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think, and this is like to our listeners. I think if you guys get anything out of this, really authenticity, and that's yeah. that's the one honestly, thing. That's really what has I think that you know the people. It, it's, it speaks volumes when you are with someone for 20 years. Mm -hmm. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, they know that that's one less department that they have to worry about when you're there. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, you, you, you represent yourself well in that department. And so they always, people will always want to be around you when you're good. Yeah. yeah. You know, and not just when you're really good. Mm -hmm. Not right. the fake good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of fake good. good. Yeah. You know, they yeah, yeah. yeah. like the, 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 uh, okay, to the core. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I think that's interesting because, um, I feel like the, because I remember um, I had just graduated college, mm -hmm. got a job working at the university where I graduated from, mm -hmm. and um, I was like, this isn't it. I didn't like the people. I just, mm -hmm. I'm a people's person, mm -hmm. and I love my alone time too, but mm -hmm. I just really love interacting with people. And so I told my mom, I was like, I think it's time for me to move back home. Like, I just, I'm not feeling it out here. And she's mm -hmm. like, those people hired you. Cause, and, you know, I was having a conversation with her son, my cousin. And I was like, yo, like, auntie's, like, really pressing me. She's like, nah, you need to stay there. Like, you don't need to look anywhere else. 
And he's like, but you have to think. She lived a different Correct. day and age where right. you were loyal to your job. Correct. Mm -hmm. She's had she worked at the same job for thirty plus Correct. years. Mm -hmm. Versus us as millennials, I don't the think we'll choices. be able to have that. Yeah. You know, when we yeah. look back and we're talking to our children. Oh yeah, I've hopped around. I worked here two yeah. years, five years. Seven and years. I've literally gotten you know? career advice that tells me don't stay at a place for longer than five or ten years. Really? Yeah. They were saying like because now that like that's where our generation is, is that they yeah. want you. To be going from here to here so that right. you can like broaden your skills right. and have like a more robust resume but then it's like but what if i just i really like this place right. and i really vibe with it and right. i want to stay here for 20 years like i shouldn't be getting advice against that so yeah. i think we definitely live in like a very different time yeah. where we we have that flexibility to do it and where i think from our parents generation correct it looked, it was frowned upon to do that. Oh, my mom was just like, yeah. what in the entire universe are we doing here? Like, yeah. I still yeah. think she thinks that. <laughs> and I'm 50. <laughs> but, um, listen, you have to do what your heart feels. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Be smart about it. But you have to follow your dreams. You have to follow your passion. Mm -hmm. um, you must. You must do that for yourself. Like, your lifetime experience should be full, you know? You, you want your lifetime experience to have a lot of experiences. I'm, I'm grateful for all that I've had. Good ones, bad mm -hmm. ones. Ones that you you feel like, oof, child, I don't know, I'm going to recover from that. <laughs> <laughs> but you do. But, yeah. You know? Right. So, all of those add up to... Your life, yes. You know, right. you have to, you have to have a full life, and don't let people make you feel bad for having it. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Oh, that part, you know, yeah. that's real, mm -hmm. I, that's and so I know real. personally. Mm -hmm. yeah. So um, that's why I can say it, <laughs> and that's why I know how important it is. You know, people, because people are uh, only uh, giving you their advice from where they are. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's not exactly. where you are. Exactly. Mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah, I remember um, I was talking to one of my friends probably years ago, and she knew what she wanted to do, mm -hmm. but she didn't have the support of, like, her, her mother. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you're making decisions, especially when you're younger mm -hmm. and you're, like, your parents, yeah. and your, your crutch, your totally. support system, totally. it can be hard to move against them. Absolutely. But, you know, I was just telling her, like, they're only indirectly affected by your choices you're directly affected by whatever you decide correct and at the end of the day you are the only one who has to be comfortable with the decision that you make correct because that's the kind of like i eventually end up leaving that job because i'm like i hear what you're saying mm -hmm. but that's not the move for me right you know and so i think you really have to own your truth you and you have to like you said chase your passion yeah. um and sometimes you know you're not even really chasing it it's right. just in different ways brought to your attention or opportunities are created Absolutely. out of ways you wouldn't even think would be mm -hmm. you know feasible right. so it's definitely like like gut-wrenching and like you know uh tugging on my heart how right. your story is and mm -hmm. how it's unfolding and just all the opportunities that you've had especially as a black woman because mm -hmm. i feel like in this day and age it can be a little bit even more challenging for mm -hmm. us mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and don't let someone else else's fear be your fear yeah oh, i like that i love that yeah, no yeah. Problem. do you know what i mean yeah like someone else's fear is not your fear no it's not for you to carry yeah and i think sometimes other people want you to carry their burdens oh, and it's, it's it's not for us to carry no and yeah. i think sometimes it does come out of love like mm -hmm. if your mother yeah. is telling you to do something of course it, like you said first of all she's only coming from where she stands mm -hmm. and, you know the life she's lived up into up until that point right and she doesn't want to make you know she doesn't want you to make these decisions right. that could negatively impact right. your life but you know I, I remember my aunt was like we had a conversation and she was like i just want the best for you and I told her, I said, but what do you think I want for myself? Yeah. You know, yeah. I want the best, want the best for me too. too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like never have I looked at my life and said, oh, I want to do what's bad for right. my life. Like, right. No. right. So I think at some point you have to trust that people have the capacity to True. use the tools mm -hmm. that you've given them Correct. to, you know, make a, a, a solid Correct. decision. Correct. Right. But I think as... As it never goes like that. No. But, <laughs> yeah, no, but no, it no. should. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. if there's, we are actually out of time, but if there's like one thing you want to leave our listeners with. Oh, wow. Oh, 
Um, I would say uh, everything that I've said throughout this whole mm -hmm. interview um, is really to live your dreams. Um, I can't express that enough. I, I feel like the world would be a better place if people did that mm -hmm. and didn't have uh, so many so many things attached to that fear or um, you know uh, really fear is a is a is a ooh we that can paralyze you mm -hmm. and it doesn't propel you no not at all you know um, be authentic to who you mm -hmm. are um, integrity is important integrity yeah. takes you far in life mm. um, be a person of your word. Yes. That's major. Yes. Word is bond. That's yeah. major. Yes. I know that's kept me uh, relevant. That's kept me around. That's kept me in a lot of rooms. You know, mm -hmm. um, being a person of your word goes far. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Sean. Yeah. I know. We, we have, have to do we have to do part two after Super Bowl. Yes. Oh, yes. That horror story. <laughs> Well, if you all have any questions for us later on, or maybe yeah. you want to ask some questions to Sean, you can always send them to our email and we can yeah, forward them to you. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, so again, our email is admittinit, which is A-D-M-I-T, um, N-I-T at gmail.com. And you can also follow us on our social media handles. Mm. At admittinit. Um, <laughs> we're on Instagram and Facebook. We're also streaming on um, Apple Podcast, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. And we should be up on Google Play soon. Yes. By the time this drops, we'll be on Google Play. <laughs> um, and I want to leave my IG handle. Yes, please, please. I am Sean Barton uh, is my IG. I am S-H-A-W-N-B-A-R-T-O-N, Sean Barton. Yes. And we'll put that in the bio too, yes. so if you want to follow you. Yes, that'll be good. Well, thank of you. Course. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs>